Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Gus? What up? I've decided I set goals now. Oh, you set goals now. Congratulations. First time? First time. Wow. Tell me about them. I don't have any yet. I've just decided I'm setting them. Oh, okay. Well, we can work this out right here, <laughs> you and me. What sort okay. of goals would you like to set for yourself, Haley? Uh, the only place I know where goals happen is Patreon. I have very limited experience with goals. Haley, this works out really great because we actually have a Patreon for the podcast that we run together. That we what? Oh, my God. Okay, so there's this podcast, Unprepared <laughs> Casters. There's a Patreon at patreon.com slash unpreparedcasters. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. This. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, that's what we're doing. That's right now. this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure 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 sure, 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 sure. That's the thing that people want to listen to, but instead they're listening to us banter before <laughs> the actual episode starts. Yeah. We're being so cute, though. Most certainly, which is why they're still sticking around and listening to it anyway. Yeah. Well, hey, there's goals on Patreon. Haley's going to start setting goals. What? Wait, I said there was. <laughs> <laughs> you sure did. I'm just taking what you're giving me and giving it right back. Oh, You're right. What sort of goals are we setting for ourselves, Haley? The cool kind. We are incredibly grateful for everybody who's already donated to our Patreon, all of our beautiful, wonderful patrons so who beautiful, agreed to so support wonderful. us. Thanks to all of them, we are able to put a lot of money into the show to give everybody a better product. We have a lot of updates to come, but there's a lot of things we're working on. Very exciting. And we decided to set a goal to make it even better. So this goal is going to be at 3,000 buckaroos. If we we can get that number all the way up to 3,000. We're chilling at about 2,000 right now. So if we can get that number up to 3,000, first of all, we're going to be able to offer you all more when it comes to the podcast itself. We're looking into getting transcripts done for the episodes. We're looking into maybe doing some additional video content around the podcast. Exciting things in the works that just two people all by themselves cannot simply do <laughs> without a little assistance. So We could. It would just be... Bad. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> to make things not bad and to help this podcast grow, $3,000 is the goal we're setting. And as a little celebration, once we reach that goal, we're going to do a little stream. We're going to find yeah. a little one-page RPG that we can run, something simple, rules light. We can just kick back and have a good time, bring on a few guests. We're probably going to maybe throw up a poll for our $5 patrons and up to determine which one-page RPG we we should play. We're looking at a few right now. But whatever it is, it's going to be fun. What a good one. It's going to be a great time. And it's going to be because you all helped make this show as wonderful and great as it possibly can be with your wonderful support. And we love you. We love you so very much. Thank you all so much for listening to this little pre-show thing that we do to tell you to do stuff. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Enjoy the actual show. to arc one episode four of unprepared casters i am your dm for this arc Haley. i am gus playing sir mr person the fighter i am kyle playing thavius the rogue i'm jenny i'm playing hope lovejoy the cleric i'm pax and i'm playing deb the bard and i'm john i'm playing scoven d3 the wizard excellent excellent who's ready to play some more dungeon dragons me. I'm so ready. You guys are yes. finally in a dragon dungeon. I can't believe uh, it. Rumored. A rumored dragon dungeon. A rumored dragon dungeon. 
we, we can't know for sure despite the name of the podcast arc i did not realize that we were going to actually be in a dungeon and dragon oh, no. i'm glad we were able to surprise someone those words mean nothing to me because of how little dungeons and dragons i have versed in my gaming of dungeons and dragons what what <laughs> You want I to run it. that sentence back? That made perfect sense. No, I get it. I'm right. fully. No, I don't have to say anything. I else. think hope is rubbing off on you a little bit. I understand Jenny entirely. Thank you. You're welcome. Last episode. Yeah. We had an episode. You guys started in the little, 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 little town of Thymore, right after being exposed to the Laughing Mausoleum, and you asked around to see what was up with that. You met the changeling merchant van who offered to sell you some trinkets what hate it (laughs) nope just hate van (laughs) everything about them we we did ask one person Haley. you said we asked around we talked to one person who else were you gonna ask attempted to talk to a gnome yeah you tried tried to speak his language didn't work you guys did great and you had a great time (laughs) with everybody's favorite npc van van let you know that it is rumored that in the mausoleum there is a dragon. Uh, Van thinks that's nonsense. Hope made a couple of purchases from the very honest, I would say, merchant, um, who then did also <laughs> give a healing potion to Thavius. Because you guys are fun. And then you took off on your way towards the mausoleum, and you found yourself in the little building facing 12 tombs uh, with different names. You opened all of them. <laughs> you opened every single one. Sometimes that's what it takes. Sometimes you gotta go through all of them. We've defeated your mausoleum puzzle <laughs> quickly we and effectively. I want to be clear that Sir Mister tried to do that at first, and people stopped him. Yeah. Oh yeah. You started doing. I was like, all right, quick episode. Okay. <laughs> we solved through. your puzzle by getting it to the entrance as the last one that yeah. we opened. Yeah. I do think that was narratively works great. Was so funny that that's how you did it. A lot of them were empty. There was one with a skeleton. There was one with a sword that you took. Uh, you got a flask. You avoided some poison. You got some gambler's coins. Scavenity 3, you still have both of those? Yep. Fantastic. <laughs> and then eventually you opened the tomb of Demir Mortis and found a slide. You found a slide that went down into the deep and the dark to a little dungeon where you were quickly confronted by two skeletons who you dispatched post haste and that is where you are now hooray any questions are we are we there yet that's my question are we there yet no you're gonna have to hold it for about another 45 minutes we're going as fast as we can can i do a perception (laughs) check to see if or is in here yeah go for it yeah please all right sounds cool um can i do an investigation check to see if i see any of aura's footprints even though i don't know the size of aura's feet or anything about what shoes she was wearing yeah Uh uh-huh uh-huh yeah does Sir Mr. Person have any negative drawbacks to being fully concussed? <laughs> I was actually going to ask Haley that. Haley, do you want to add something in mechanically because I got no, bombed? I don't think so. Because it's not like okay. you made a wrong move or a bad roll to get bonked. It was flavor. Yeah. I will not yeah. punish you for flavor text. Okay. I'm okay with punishing myself for flavor. If I had made you do like a dex save that you failed, mm, perhaps. Okay. Sir, Mr. Person has recovered worryingly quickly from this bonk, <laughs> and he seems at his regular level of <laughs> mental ability, wherever that may be. Yeah, absolutely. What did you guys roll for your oh. perception? <laughs> I got a 10. Aura does not appear to be in this room. There is not just a, a woman in here. 
Dang it. <laughs> I rolled a two. No footprints. This place is so no clear of dust, you would not be able to find a footprint mm. if you got hands and knees onto the floor. Now, wait a second. Yeah. I do get to add uh-huh. a one to that. What, so a three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the cleanest stone room you've ever been in. No footprints. Wow. Absolutely not a one. This is the cleanest cave that I have ever been in. Not that I have been in many caves. <laughs> hey, hey, Haley. Yes, darling. Well, hope, love, joy blinks her eyes a little bit, and she actually got a 16, 16 for that. Why? Important for perception. Just trying it out. I got two of them. Joy, you get a 16. Oh, wait, that's a 17 because I get to add my modifier to you the base do. roll. So you get a yeah, 17. that's a 17. John looks oh. so proud of himself. Wait for a perception check or investigation. Yeah. It was investigation, actually. Oh, okay, investigation. That's that, sorry. I just oh, want to double check because Lord. I'm like, you have to have better perception. I hope you're, looking, you're looking around on the floor and you're thinking to yourself, my golly, what a clean dungeon. Surely there are no dust. <laughs> No footprints to be seen at all in any dust here. And then you sort of blink and it's like your head moved without you even meaning it to. And you're looking somewhere else now and you see like the faintest trace of what was probably some mud at the bottom of a shoe. Just a little bit of an outline of the bottom of a boot in mud. You don't know what Aura looks like or the size of her feet or the types of shoes she wears. That could be a human woman's footprint right there. Golly. I do believe I'm I might have spited a human woman's footprint right there. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Amazing job, Hope. Scavenger 3 was looking at Hope, looking around for footprints, and was like, this simply won't do. <laughs> <laughs> She's gotta be better at it than that. This is not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Why? Okay. <laughs> John, I feel like I have to ask, did you have portent rolls, like, rolled <laughs> last sessions? Yes. He sent them to me. Okay, yes, wonderful. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't want to be... No, 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 yeah, it's, it's important, too, so now I can show off. Important? Yeah, yeah. uh-huh. Important. Important? Important. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, good. Thank you. Let's all just Thank say it together real quick, import. Important? Yeah, important. Mm-hmm. Important? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I hope everyone's enjoying the content. Aren't you glad you're with us on this journey? I, I love you all so dearly. Let's follow the footprints. <laughs> <laughs> Are the footprints leading to the one door in this room? Yeah, that one, the, the footprint is in the direction of the one door in this room. It's it is be. already <laughs> partially open. Hope has had a breakthrough. <laughs> we did it, gang. Good five minutes. Uh, now what? <laughs> I think he's just gonna walk walk through that door. Davis is taking point. I love to see it. Sir Mister's right behind us. I would love for Deb to be in the middle. Okay. Does that mean the other two are taking up the back? I'm leading. I think I'm leading the way. I'm like, wow, footprints. And I'm going, <laughs> oh, no, wait. Scavenge three. Why, do, why are the squishiest people in the back? What's I'm happening here? I'm in the back. Here? I'm on yeah. the rear guard. Scavenge three <laughs> wants to be in the back. It's fine. Sir Mister can loop around to the back to watch the back of the squishies. It's, it's your job. Well, you guys walk through the door and you don't get too far before you find something else. You walk maybe 30, 40 feet. You are in a, well, it's not stone anymore. This is a lot closer to walls. If you look closely, they are stone walls that have just been super like smoothed out, made to look polished and painted white. It's a biggish, emptyish room that you're walking through. As you walk, you realize there is a sort of hallway off to the left, hallway off to the right. But if moving straight forward, you come to a door. It is big, tall, 
looks very heavy. Arched at the top, there's like scribbled nonsense over the top of the door. Um, doesn't look like any sort of language you've ever seen. And instead of one keyhole, there are four keyholes here. Are there still footprints? Well, you found one single footprint. One single footprint. Okay, that is a <laughs> clarification. I do appreciate that. <laughs> there weren't going to be footprints, but somebody spent an entire port control for you to find a footprint. I know. <laughs> I think that uh, seeing these keyholes, uh, Deb is going to turn to Skev and you just kind of be like, oh, it looks like we're all looking for keys now. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, it figures. <laughs> Scaventy is haunted by his loss of this key. I thought I thought I thought that was a good one, Deb. Good job. Uh, thank you. What? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna try to open the door just to be just yeah. to be absolutely certain that it is locked. It's locked. Good checking, though. Good. <laughs> just wanted to be. Wouldn't it be wild if it wasn't? This is the kind of thorough investigation that we need from the people guarding our streets <laughs> and our dogs. <laughs> Cool, so Mr's going to like turn, look down the left hallway and say, maybe there's a key down there. Uh, Thavius is like already entering it. Oh, okay. Great, I think I'm following. <laughs> Thavius, I love your initiative, I say as we both go, go down the hallway Thavius together. has been dead silent. <laughs> Thavius hates um, it here. So Mr's going to clock this that Thavius didn't reply. You go, Th Thavius, everything okay? Just going to half turn around and be like, we're wasting time. I couldn't agree more. Let's get a move on, Thavius. Oh my god. Uh, so Mr. The Person, energies. just because you're the one who's trying the door, can you just roll, just perception for me? Yeah. 16? Yeah, so there's four keyholes, and they all appear to be made out of a different kind of metal. There was a copper, brass, silver, and bronze. Great. Just wanted to tell you that because you were the one up by the door. Um, you cool. two heading down the left hallway decently short hallway and you eventually come to a door and then you could turn right and then go to another door so you're faced with two doors over here you try that one i'll try this one nod <laughs> cool so mr's gonna turn and try the one on the right okay start with thavius thavius you open the first door you came to yes yes you open it up to a room it looks pretty empty. Uh, the walls in here are that same smoothed out polished stone, but they've been painted green. Um, and you can see in the far wall in a corner kind of hanging, maybe seven or eight feet in the air, there's a little hook with a little brass key. That's too easy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if that was Thavius or Kyle. That's probably <laughs> Kyle. Thavius <laughs> just grab it. Thavius is just gonna grab it. Respect, Kyle. No. Kyle, respect. Every ounce of my D&D &D and video game brain is screaming no, but Davies <laughs> is just going to grab that key. Yeah, 100%. I feel like only Deb would be the, like the only one who wouldn't go for it. Oh, no. I think Scavendy would, would try okay, to Scavendy sniff probably. it out. Yeah. Probably like... Can't afford to do that. Do you know what Thavius would do first, though, if I may? Can I, if I look back down the hall to the main room, can I still see the rest of them? Uh, Yes, it's not that far, and you have dark vision, so... Great. Oh, yeah, uh, sir, mister, it's dark in here. Yeah. Oh, I didn't roll that perception with disadvantage. I'm sorry. When I rolled perception on the door. It's totally fine. We can just say it went because you had Scavenge close by, but you did now split up. Okay. You can see if you have your torch out. I've got a torch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I just wanted to remind you, you have to have that out in here. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I am going to uh, just like nonchalantly turn over my shoulder and point my finger down at the rest of the uh, fun group. And... Mm -hmm. 73 and Deb, 
can now hear Thavius's voice in their mind go, I'm checking this door. <laughs> oh, uh... And we can now communicate telepathically. Yay! If Scavendy also, like, visibly sort of reacts, Dad will just sort of turn and be like, oh, did, did, did you also hear that? <laughs> Yeah, I got it right here, and I pull it out of my head because it's an encoded thought. It's an. <laughs> I do not know what you two are referring to, but as I was saying, this is quite a clean cave. Even though I have not been in one like this before, at least I assume that it has been underground. But then I suppose you know, if there are skeletons rummaging around, they might have done a good job. I don't know if they were the ones who were keeping it all up to date and all of that things. Baby, it's real perception, please. Oh boy. Can I have Deb start heading that way? Yeah, for sure. Over to Thavius. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. I got another natural 20. I swear. I swear. I need to start throwing my rolls. (laughs) Thavius, you start to step into this room. This room is 20 by 20 feet. And as you walk in, you realize just like a trick of the light that's just coming in from the the glowing 73 down the hall, just the way it flashes. You realize that the middle 10 by 10 feet is taken up by some sort of jelly ooze in a cube. It's taken up most of the room. You could conceivably skirt around the outside of it. I will not uh, step into that. (laughs) And I will just telepathically blast to the two I connected to. The room is oozing. Oh, well, that's concerning. Um, Deb was like gonna scrunch up their face and like think really hard, like, is this a two way thing? <laughs> they don't say that out loud. I definitely hear you. Yes. Oh, okay. That's that's good to know. Nice. Uh, and Deb is gonna continue making their way over, over to that room. Yeah, you can pretty much be there now. Can you describe this ooze? What is the ooze like? <laughs> <laughs> it's clear cube ooze. Transparent. It is clear cube ooze. Mmm. <laughs> cycle through my memory banks. With a, with a history check, I would assume? Yeah. Nature, I guess, because it's a gross monster Nature, thing. yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's a dirty 20. De- yeah, these, these are gelatinous oozes, and they like to absorb and, you know, digest living matter. You might be dealing with some sort of gelatinous ooze that would digest you if you set foot in there. You would want to stay clear. So, so the, the border of this entire room is clear, but the middle is taken up by this thing? Yeah, so you have a five-foot buffer around the entire room. Could I reasonably, potentially, is it possible for me to mm-hmm. just jump mm-hmm. over the entire gap and grab the key? No. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a 10 by 10 by 10 cube. It's dangled onto something? The key? Yeah. Cube is on the floor in a 10 by 10 by 10 cube. Mm-hmm. The key is on the opposite wall in like the back right corner, hanging off a little hook, like seven or eight feet up. Oh, great. Lovely. We'll just stay as close to the wall as possible. Okay. Uh, roll initiative for me, if you would. Oh, okay. Cool. That's fine. <laughs> it's just ooze. You got You this. know, it, you said if you would. What if I wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> so you can't come into the room. It's a requirement into the room is the initiative, unfortunately. I walk into the room and then I don't. I got a 15. <laughs> you got a 15? Okay. So you can move to where that key is in the corner. Like, you can get to underneath it. Mm-hmm. In your turn, it is seven feet in the air. How tall are you? I'm a little over six feet. See, so you can probably reach that just fine. Little bit of stretching, but that's your go. Sure. That's your turn, is just getting there. Great. And then it is the cube's turn. Don't like that. That's really a shame because you are backed into a corner. Feels that way. This cube has the speed to just come get you. Theoretically, you can make a deck save. But 
if even if you successfully save, you would just get pushed five feet back. You do not have five feet to go. That's technically true. <laughs> <laughs> is this all track for you so far? It is tracking. I don't like the tone yeah. of your voice. <laughs> you can see the gears in Kyle's head turning. What I'm saying is it doesn't matter if you make a successful dex save. You are simply getting engulfed by a cube that slowly just schlups its way towards you in a really disgusting and concerning manner. And you are now inside a gelatinous cube. You're holding the key. You are holding a brass key in your hand. You have it. You are in a cube. Devon73 will just hear, I am in the room, ooze. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> I also do hate to inform you, you do take damage from being in the cube. I'm sure. Well, you know, you take some cube damage. Yeah. As you do. You're going to take 11 cube damage. It's actually acid damage as it starts to attempt to digest you. Don't do that. Ouchie. Uh, you cannot breathe in here, and you are restrained. Okay. Lovely. So, you're in a cube. What you can do on your turns, it's a pretty low strength save, to escape the cube, to basically swim through it and appear five feet outside of it. It's DC 12 strength, and you can do that on your turn. But every turn that you don't do that, you are going to take more damage. So... Now it is your turn again. You're in the ooze. Uh, cool. I don't like this. <laughs> I'm just gonna teleport out of it. There yes. he is. There oh. he is. Yeah, baby. I don't want to take a chance on a strength. There you go. I'm gonna teleport 30 feet out of it towards the door, which makes my uh, form very, very shimmery. The entirety of my body looks vaguely like what my soul looks like when I unleash it for a little bit. Oh, horrifying. Can I get with that teleport? Do I get mm -hmm. to the door? Yeah, you can get back outside the room if you want. Because you can teleport 30 feet. Yeah. Yeah. I've, can I just close the door? Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Here's the thing. It can't fit through the door anyway. It's too big to fit through the door. I don't feel the need to fight it. I'm just going to close the door. <laughs> I'm going to close the door and go see how Sir Mr. Person's doing. <laughs> All right. Nice and easy. Job done. I will telepathically be like, I have the key. And not in the ooze anymore. <laughs> I'm glad that you escaped. We are also like two feet away from each other, so you don't have to speak in my mind. <gasps> Turns around to notice it for the first time. <laughs> you were phasing away order. from that. Okay, that was quick and easy. Nice job done. Sir Mister, you did go into that other room, yes? Sir Mister's in a rush. Yeah. Yeah, you're in a rush. So Dev and Scabney 3 were both heading to Fabius, yes? Yeah. yeah. Hope, are you just minding your own business or do you want to hang out with Sir Mister? I'm, I think I stuck with Deb. Okay. I think that Deb just sort of turns to Hope and is like, oh yeah, just so you know, uh, there, Thavius does, he can speak into people's minds, apparently. He did sort of connect uh, himself with Scavendy and I, so I I'll try to only like speak in my mind to Thavius when we're doing that sort of communication but if we're all just silent for a while we might just be chatting and I'm sorry about that I'll try to communicate to you aloud I do appreciate you letting me know Deb that is so considerate and kind of you to think of me in this way oh yeah no problem Sir Mr. Person you walk into this room you are once again faced with those smooth walls these ones are painted red it is a 25 by 25 foot space and in the absolute dead center is a altar pedestal, some sort of stone table. It's maybe four feet tall. That's the only thing you can see in here. 
Okay. It's a pretty smallish table, maybe three by three foot square. I guess, can I go up and inspect it and, and see if I see anything peculiar yeah, about sure. it? See if there's like anything that opens or anything that a button I can press or something? Yeah, you're just walking in? Yeah, I'm just walking in. Okay. Does anything bad happen first or do I investigate? <laughs> you can walk in and roll an investigation check for me. Okay. 12? It's made out of stone. It's kind of that same polished stone. The rest of it is. Um, once you get close to it, you can see sort of all along the perimeter of the outside here are little symbols. I don't know if they'd make any sense to you. You'd maybe recognize them like, that could be magic, could just be a language you don't know. One of them just looks like a little picture of fire. Mm. That's what you get with your 12. You're the only one in there, yes? Yeah. Excellent. Give me one second. Okay. We're not worried. <laughs> Everything's gonna go great. So, Mr. Person, can I get a perception from you? Perception? Yeah. Um, I've got my torch out. Is this, what yes. are dim light rules with? Um, you have your torch. I think it's bright light out to like 20 feet in diameter, so you're just fine. Very, very cool. But that is a natural two. And I have a plus zero, so. Well, what you're looking for is pretty easy. You sort of look at the table. You don't really know what that's about. So you look around the rest of the room. There is no door. Um, like including, there's not even the one that I came through. Correct. There is no door. Friends? Uh, I have worse news. Oh, Okay. The walls are closing in on you. You have a two-minute timer. Haley. Okay. Great. All four walls are slowly, slowly, slowly scratching their way towards you. Okay. Do us outside us hear anything? Roll a perception for me. I do have a two-minute timer up that I have just thrown. The first thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I gotta talk. (laughs) The first thing that Sir Mr. Person's gonna do is scream as loud as he can. Mm -hmm. Does anything happen? Uh. Uh, Perception from Scavity, real quick. Uh, nineteen. You do not hear anything. Great. Um, the next thing Sir person is going to do is very, very quickly uh, investigate like the bottom corners of the wall, see if there's anything he can maybe jam like a sword in there to stop the walls from closing. Roll investigation. N- another natural two. Doesn't look like there's enough space, and if there he was, it would probably break whatever you were trying to put in there. <laughs> DM, okay. he got a ten. <laughs> um, he, I got a ten. I, I portented ten. Oh, wait, I think you have to see me to do portent. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Mr. is going to, uh, he's going to see the icon that has fire on it, and he's going to stick his torch in it and try to light it on fire, see if that does anything. Um, you're trying to, to get it on the fire. Nothing's, like, catching. It doesn't seem to, like, it's sparking at all, even. Um, You're at about half the space you were when you started. You're at 45 seconds. Great, 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 great. Uh, so Mr. is going to start saying his prayers. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, he's going to like try to like pull on the on the thing in the on the pedestal in the middle, Roll push strength. it down, do anything, strength. see if it can move. Strength mm-hmm. uh, check. Yeah. Uh, 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 Nineteen. 19. It starts to budge, but it's like affixed to the ground. You move it just a little bit. Like you tilt it. Nothing I have 15 happens. seconds left. I'm going to hit it with my sword as hard as I can. Roll to hit. That's the only thing I know how to yep, do roll left. Roll to hit. Uh, 17 to so hit. That's going to hit a table. Roll some damage. Great. Three. Um, two. Three, two, one. I'm out of time. Roll your uh, damage anyway. Six. Uh, ten plus three fire. You take your big fancy new greatsword and you slam it onto the stone table. You watch it spark as the fire that this sword creates just tries its best to light this thing on fire. And the walls get closer and closer and they're closing and they're closing. And I don't know if you've ever been claustrophobic before. You're damn well claustrophobic now. And as the walls fold in around you, you are now inside the illusion and you can see a key hanging around the back wall. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> um, I'll go get the key. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> just like the psychological torture that Sir Mr. Person just went through. Did versus... get him psych damage on that one? We were so focused on what he was seeing that none of us even tried to open the door. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have a, I wouldn't have reason to be concerned yet. Wait, yeah, I screamed as loud as I could and no one heard no one me. Heard That's kind of wacky. Mm-hmm. Magic shit, baby. Mm-hmm. I also did not want to use any of Gus's two minutes that he had. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those of you that uh, couldn't see it, which is everyone, um, <laughs> that was the biggest power move we've ever seen. <laughs> Haley just pulled up a timer on her phone, held it at the camera, and said, and the walls are closing in. And we all panicked. Kai's <laughs> face that whole time was very satisfying for me. <laughs> I feel like people will see that one, because if that one doesn't end up as a clip on Gus's TikTok, <laughs> what are you doing? What are we doing here? Uh. Oh, sir, Mr. Person, you can confidently calmly stride through these illusory walls uh and you grab a little copper key that's hanging off a hook and you can just make it though the door has reappeared you can see it now that you're inside of this this illusion that's converged. you all see sir mr person exit this room looking like he's seen a ghost (laughs) oh hey sir mr person oh you got the key that's great uh uh... are you okay a trembling hand, like you see the key just, just jangle around in my hand. I drop it on the floor. I like bend, oh, no. I like lose my balance and I fall onto one knee as I'm going to pick up the key and I hold it up. I go, I got it. So Mr. Person, do you need a hug? <laughs> I wouldn't mind one. Uh, can we all give everyone a hug? I think that would be best. You look like... I love this because with her hoop skirt, she's the worst person. <laughs> to I'm also wearing f- a full suit of armor. <laughs> like, not you get a very polite side hug from Hope. I, <laughs> I feel like she like really has to like lean for like the hoop skirt. Yeah, she has to like, lean. It's just like around I mean, the shoulder. Like, it's no, so I mean, it would just push onto the sides. So, like, one side of you would have the hoop skirt way tilted out all crazy. Yeah. But Sure. Really, yes, darling. I don't know how hoop skirts work. I, I think love okay. wearing hoop skirts. Are you kidding? I have a huge one. <laughs> I yes, love that we yes, have absolutely. our designated hoop skirt physics <laughs> expert so on fun. the podcast. I can't go up my them. own stairs while I'm wearing it because it's too big. <laughs> That's very good. I do think that Deb joins in on the hug, though. Other side, but does give a full hug. Sir Mr. Person enjoys the hug for a moment and then starts feeling claustrophobic (laughs) and goes, okay, all right, that's enough. Oh, that's enough. (laughs) All right, all right. I am glad that you are feeling better after that. (laughs) Sorry, I accidentally gave your character a phobia. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. Uh, Davies is going to pick up the key that Sir Mr. Person dropped and then push it against Sir Mr. Person's chest. And look him dead in the eyes and say, Stand up, warrior. We are not finished yet. Oh my god. <laughs> Wordlessly, Sir Mr. Person gets that very serious look back on his face, remembers that he has a mission to do, and uh, and stands up at Savius's request. Absolutely incredible. The levels of encouragement. I like to imagine they do the, like, forearm yes. class. Predator handshake. Yes. Together. Fantastic. I bonk him on the helmet with my with my quarter stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, and I always have like an arm behind my back, both for cranking reasons and old man reasons. And then I just kind of, you know, weirdly affectionate. It's the nicest thing he's ever done to you. <laughs> you guys have two keys. Two keys down. Two, well, three to go, Scavendy. Three keys to go. Mm. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm also like dripping with acid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I go, Thaddeus, what happened in no, to you? I got eaten by floor ooze. Oh, <laughs> sounds pleasant. But I left. That's good. We're glad that you're safe. Well, I think there's another hallway, yeah? Yeah, let's go let's go look at that. Maybe let's do a buddy system <laughs> from here on out. <laughs> okay. You guys go down the other hallway, you find yourself in a very similar situation. There is the first door you come to, and then if you were to, in this case, take a left, you would be at another door as well. So there's two more doors. Well, who's going with me down to this one on the left? I'll stay with you, my defender. Well, I, I might need a little defending myself after uh, after that one, but... uh. I'll keep you safe, always, Scavendy. Mm. Since we have an odd number of people, I think the Depp will head down with, with both of them. Cool. I'll, I'll join you as well, sir, mister. Could I have your long bread? <laughs> what? Okay. It's just not their name! I didn't like it. <laughs> it's pronounced Deb, but... Um, <laughs> I think that Deb will rummage in their bag and pull out a non-magical... Uh, so no, no, no inspiration associated, but I will uh, give... Or Mr. Person a brownie, just to sort of be like, I'm sorry that that you had a rough time in there. Here's oh, a Deb, thank you. Here's something for you. Oh, this is just what I needed. Single bite. <laughs> Very hungry. <laughs> it doesn't chew it. <laughs> it's just right down the hatch, directly down the hatch into the stomach. I do think that like the way that Sir Mr. Person's been acting on this adventure, I don't think that like unless we've had like a collective meal time, <laughs> I don't think that he's like stopped to like eat. eat. Anything. That's yeah, true. He's burning a lot true. of fuel. He's <laughs> yeah. So I think I think that Deb's gonna like notice like like they know that he eats really fast, but I think that they're gonna like hear that comment and just kind of be like, okay, so we're just gonna keep on. Yeah. Oh, that that'd be great. That'd be great, Deb. Uh, so you guys are going to that door. Thavius and Hope, are you? Oh, Thavius, we are joined together once again. Thavius nods. Y'all are cute. All right. <laughs> so I didn't even register that that was sort of how we divided ourselves. Mm-hmm. Was like. The summer view yeah. folks and um, oh wow what a coinky dink travelers <laughs> the outsiders <laughs> no. invaders no 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 there are no invaders there are only new uh, friends I forgot forgot that he's like low-key xenophobic only if you come up on the docks though yeah it's only it's only water aquatic xenophobia it's hydrozenophobia it's only specifically if you come up and say that you hate the kingdom of hyrenor <laughs> and the king and it's yeah how dare you Aquatic xenophobia sounds like a wild indie song name. <laughs> Just gonna write that down quick. Sir Mister charges into his room, followed by Devin's Kevin Three. We'll deal with what that means later. Uh-huh. Uh Hope and Thavius, are you just walking into this one? Um, um, yeah, is the door open? It's unlocked, yeah. Yeah, I'll open the door. Okay. Then I'm right behind. You open this door to see another uh, 20 by 20 foot room, Davius. I'm immediately looking for an ooze. (laughs) (laughs) You can roll perception for me. This one, the walls are not painted green. They are painted blue. What is your perception, sir? Um, uh, I got a 21. There is no ooze. (laughs) At the very least, there's not a big floor ooze, and you're not seeing any oozes anywhere else. It's all I wanted. It's all turning up Thavius. Here's what you guys see in this room. The left, back, and right wall uh, all have levers on them. They are all placed in the upright position, and that's all you can see in here. There are, if you count them out, there are 26 levers. 
Good luck. Oh, wow, that is a lot of levers. <laughs> hey, real glad that I'm not in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we picked the right door, some of you, gang. Denise <laughs> is going to point to the left wall, start walking towards the right wall, and say, I guess we start. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, boy, gang. <laughs> you guys start strategizing. Let's cut to the other room. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, all you guys see, it's room 26 levers. Have fun. The other... <laughs> Kyle's so mad. It's so many. It's so many. I'm not mad. I'm just tickled and confused. <laughs> just start, you know, thinking about what that could mean. Is someone 26 years old? Like, <laughs> what? No, it's the alphabet. It's the alphabet, yeah? Oh, Hope is smart. Hope got some brains. Hope is smart. That's very exciting. <laughs> so I was about to be like, 26 isn't even divisible by three, and it's on three walls. What's happening? I was like, 26 has no meaning as a number in any context. <laughs> That's not no, true. It's the, it's the only importance that number has. I don't actually know. Wait, is it the alphabet? Because I just said, I know it that is that's, the that's alphabet. 20. Okay, Confirmed. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 26 colors of the rainbow. Roy G. Bishop was British. <laughs> <laughs> disrespectful i was thinking that it was in the middle but you just added a bunch of colors at the end kyle are you okay you know that acronym that 26 random letters is another indie song name (laughs) we've been spent the past two episodes just coming up with the most amazing music (laughs) oh boy so mr person you enter this room charging in uh, I think staying close enough to Scavenie, torches away, because Scavenie's with me. Still pretty shaken from the first room, so not mm-hmm. with nearly as much gusto as before, but I am still the protector, so I am still going to enter first. Yeah. <laughs> gusto. With gusto. <laughs> you walk into this room. Again, door open super easy. Seems fine. The walls in this room are that same polished room, but they are black. Okay. Oh, boy. Sir, Mr. Person. What up? Would you please roll initiative for me? Oh, I'd love to, Haley. Excellent. I will do the same. I got a fat nine. A fat (laughs) nine. Yeah. It's even more than eight. Yeah. (laughs) I win the fight, correct? (laughs) You win Dungeons and Dragons. You get the whole thing. It's the perfect number. With a nine? Now, see, the the fun thing is that thing I was just uh, killing my computer to try and pull up was actually your character sheet. Hate that. Because as you walk into this room, you step in, you feel a little like shift, and then you are suddenly facing uh, yourself in all shades of grays and blacks, wielding the exact weapon you are wielding. Around this shadow, Sir Mr. Person's neck, is a chain with a silver key. He's been scarred enough. Why are you doing this? <laughs> the most fearsome rival I can possibly imagine. <laughs> So Mr. Person forgets that Scavendy and Deb are right behind him and completely <laughs> locks in on his own eyes. Sir, Mr. Person. What up? I am looking at your AC, and I know that a 19 beats it. Oh, yeah, certainly, yeah. This pretender, this foe, Sir, Mr. Person, is going to strike at you with your fancy new greatsword, even. It's going to strike you right in a uh, space between plates of your plate mail. You're gonna take nine sword damage and three fire damage. For a total of 12. Ouchie. And then he's going to step back in his dueling stance. And then it is your turn, and then we'll check back with Scavenger 3 and Dead. I'm gonna growl at myself. I suppose we're past the point of me asking for the key. 
<laughs> he just smiles back at you. Very well. I am going to activate a use of fighting spirit. All right. And I'm going to attack myself. <laughs> Gang, I rolled two threes. <laughs> Wild. Mr. Person. Enjoy your threes. Those are you. <laughs> such a bad day for you. I really thought I was going to do a hit on that one. If I kill him with himself. <laughs> Sir Mr. Person is very frustrated that he did not hit, so he's going to action surge. Okay. Let's try that again. Mm-hmm. Here's a question, Haley. Yes, darling. Since Sir Mister does not have a shield, that makes his AC 16 mm -hmm. instead of the 18 that it was before. Mm -hmm. I assume that this Sir Mister as well has an AC of 16? Yes, correct. That means that I exactly hit. I rolled a 10. Hey, get him. <laughs> My god. Okay. That is 10 slashing plus, ugh, plus one fire. Okay. I already used my bonus action for fighting spirit. That was two actions, both to attack. <sighs> yep, that's the only thing I can do. That's my turn. Okay, uh, Skeveny 3 and Deb, what are you guys doing? Are we seeing this all happen? Yes, you're not in the room currently, but you can see it through the opened door. Mm. Oh, Deb's definitely going in there. You're going in? Yeah. Skeveny, are you going in? Uh, I'm definitely hesitating for at least in a couple actions. Okay. <laughs> at least a couple Deb, actions. A couple actions. Deb, you step into the room. Uh, you make it about five feet. You feel something, your foot almost like slips, and then oh, you dear. are now facing a little Deb in monochrome colors. Please roll initiative to go into the order. Okay. Is Sir Mr. Person also there? Yes. Okay. Uh, your Deb does not have a key. Okay. I rolled a 17. Is it still my turn? It is still your turn. Okay, I'm going to turn to a shadow Sir Mr. Person and cast Hold Person. Okay. Hold Person. Oh, Hold yes. Person. Oh. Is hold. <laughs> uh, Gus, I did just close Sir Mr.'s uh, sheet because I thought I have everything I needed, and then somebody uh, is making him make a wisdom save. So <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got a plus zero to wisdom saves. Well, I rolled a 19. Fuck. No. Disrespectful. Absolutely no. disrespectful. I'm going to dig into my bag and pull out uh, another muffin from the other day and toss it to him. If you want, we can always kind of trade. I don't think it'd take much for you to get rid of that one, pointing to the shadow version of myself. When Deb offers for me to take on shadow Deb, I go, I can do this and inhale the muffin <laughs> that they just gave me. <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. Uh, Scavenger, you're just hanging out, yeah? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you wanna, if you wanna think about it and go after Shadow Deb. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Okay. Shadow Deb is going to reach into their shadow holster, and it says you have a rapier on your character sheet. I do. So that that is what Shadow Deb will be using. I used it last fight against the Skellington. You did. They're going to step up and try to hit you with it. I rolled a two, so I don't think that it's gonna do it. Actually, doesn't. <laughs> they step up, slash, it looks clunky, you dodge, and they step back. Uh, Skeveny 3, are you doing anything? Um, no, I think I'm going to wait a little bit longer. Okay, uh, that brings us back to Shadow Sir Mr. Person, who's going to again try and hit you. I'd like to see it happen. I rolled a four, so he's not going to hit you. Ha-ha! <laughs> you fool! Step up, attempt to get you in that exact same spot, but you know the maneuver now. You move, it clinks off your armor, he steps back, and now it is your turn. I'm calling my shot here. This is going to be a crit. 
Okay, we okay, love that. All right. Damn, here we all go. Right. Attacking yeah, with go. my great let's sword. Let's see it. Let's see it. Let's see it. Reminder that failures are also technically crits. It's Kyle, why would you Kyle. even put that energy into Kyle. the universe? Kyle, we're here to support our friend, guys. Let's just see what happens here. Oh, okay. It wasn't a crit, but it's still a natural 17 plus 6, 23. Zach will do it. Fantastic. Um, that is 11 plus okay. 3 fire. He had 13 hit points left, and you just dealt 14, I believe? Yes, I sure did. So you angrily, full of rage, that this Whoa! man is pretending to be you and not being knightly about it in the slightest. You cleave into him, and you watch yourself fall nearly bisected to the floor. As I'm g gasping for air, bending down to pick up the key, I go, there's only one, sir, mister person <laughs> yes there is <laughs> the most generic man in the world <laughs> the default rpg character man saying there is only room for one <laughs> it gets to be a point where you're so generic that you're unique and i think that that's exactly where sir mr that's person's found himself perfectly hit, hit that nail right in the head threading that needle <laughs> people think surely no man could be that average with the rest of my movement, though, I'm going to run over and protect Deb from Shadow Deb. Oh, just stay in melee so that you can... Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, Deb, it is your turn. Deb is going to kind of look at the fact that the key has been gotten mm -hmm. and that Shadow, Sir Mr. Person's dead, and it's going to kind of be like, okay, so I guess I could have just sat this one out. Get out of here, Deb. I got you. I got your back. Run. Oh, okay. I guess I'll just turn around. Do you want to disengage? Here's the thing. I don't really care if I get hit because I'm not very strong, and I do just kind of want to vicious mockery this other deb on the way out yeah how can you resist it's gonna be a <laughs> wisdom saving throw which wisdom i'm save. great at they know they're not very wise twills that does not save what do you say to yourself i think they're gonna say in gnomish mm. i think they're just gonna go i don't even know if you can understand because you're not really me but i would advise that you sit down and try impersonate somebody else next time <laughs> Sir Mr. Person, who does not speak gnomish, says, Sick burn, Deb! <laughs> as, as they very politely say this thing and then turn around and walk their 30 feet out of the door. Absolutely. Just walk right into Skeventy 3, who's just been hanging out in the doorway. I Look, a shadow Skeventy 3 is not something I want to experience ever. Yeah, so I it's, good. it's good that he's staying no, out of it. Absolutely not. I do say, in Skeventy's mind, since we're apparently now telepathically connected, <laughs> I just kind of go like, oh, hey. Uh, unfortunately, you two cannot speak with each other. Fuck! I, I just, Deb makes some very awkward eye contact with Skeventy 3. And like, it's just sort of smiling like, yeah, he can for sure hear me Yeah, right you now. accidentally say it, you just say it to Thavius, but you think you're saying it to Skeventy. You get back a, uh, hi? <laughs> oh, how's it going in there? Lots of levers. <laughs> that sounds confusing. In response to this awkward stare, I say, I say, uh, welcome back, peer of peers and crafter of cakes. <laughs> Thank, thank you. This is how Scavenge shows respect. It's a step above bread, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deb, honey, I, your shadow self is going to try and get an opportunity attack on you. That has disadvantage, yeah? Why would it? Because of hmm? vicious mockery? Oh, shit. Is that a thing? That vicious... It might. They have disadvantage on the next attack roll. It makes it for the oh. end of its next Incredibly turn. Incredibly sick. Then yes, disadvantage on trying to hit Deb. I think I used Vicious Mockery to kill people the last times I've done it, <laughs> yeah. so it didn't even... It didn't apply, but thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kai. Uh, my lower roll was an 
eight. Wow, congratulations, Haley. Thank you. <laughs> you did, you just crit. You, you I critted on. I rolled so well. This is disrespectful. <laughs> I will say that I'm really glad that Shadow Deb did not hit after my non-great vicious mockery. So vicious. You impersonate someone else next time. No, slash. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not very charismatic in real life. I will stand by that. You're wonderful and I love you. Positive self-talk. Anyway. Love you too. Shadow Deb's gonna try and hit Sir Mr. Person. Okay. 16's your current AC, right? Uh, you betcha. I thought I 17. Ouchie. Ouchie, ouchie. Do I even have any? Yeah, I do have a D8. <laughs> That's just gonna be six. Six rapier damage. Okay. You wouldn't mind. As little Shadow Deb steps in and just pokes you. And then it's your turn. So I could just disengage and leave the room. Yeah. But as with Deb, I have a personal grudge against these imitations. <laughs> so I'm just gonna go, how dare you? And we'll, uh, we'll attack it. Yeah, absolutely, go for it. Scavenger 3's burying his face in his palms. <laughs> I don't know Deb's AC, but I'm just gonna go, just to be safe, I'm not sure if that hits, but I'm gonna roll my bardic die. Okay. Oh, okay, I rolled a six on the bardic die. That, that is 20 to hit. Yes, that absolutely hits this little shadow deb. Wonderful. Wouldn't it be sad if you were killed by a small shadow deb? Uh, yeah, I'd quit the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I would quit. I've been rolling pretty damn good on my damage dice tonight. Yeah. That is 11 plus okay. one fire. Oof, shadow deb looks fucked, but still standing. Dang it. Um, it is their turn again. It's going to try and poke you again. I don't know if you guys have picked up on this. These shadows can't use magic. Yeah, they don't. It doesn't seem like they're using <laughs> spells. They're simply using what you physically have on you. That's a 14 to hit. It's not going to do it. That doesn't make the idea of a Shadow 73 much less scary. Much funnier, That's true. I Although think. Although it's, like, it's not like he'd have damaged spells anyway, so. That's Shadow 73 just walking around with the quarterstaff just bonking you for, like, a damage. How funny uh, is that? <laughs> shadow <no>. floating disc? <laughs> <laughs> Mister's going to first to start his next turn, second wind. Gets back seven, and now he's going to attack. Dirty 20. Yeah, that'll do it. Statistically, it is impossible for you to know. <laughs> 11 plus three fire. Oh, by so much do you kill this shadow. Your fancy new greatsword cleaves right through the neck, and the head pops off. Still a little strange for Sir Mister to decapitate Deb, shadow or not. Uh, <laughs> Deb's just gonna, like, from the doorway, just like, oh, uh, that's on. That's deeply unsettling. I, okay. I wish you didn't have to see that, but the threat has been dealt with. <laughs> that one deserved it, you know. You're right, Deb. You're right. <laughs> it's fine. I'm gonna get out of this room. Yes, and you have the silver key. Great. Let's go back to the blue room, Thavius and Hope. What are we thinking? I think unless Hope said anything, Thavius was moving to just try levers. <laughs> oh, Thavius, I could not help but notice <laughs> that there were just as many levers as there are letters in the common alphabet. And I do think it might be of a great interest to us if we were to try and spell out perhaps different combinations with the levers in which we pull. Oh. <laughs> Perhaps we could start with key. Do you think it would be better for us to do please give us the key or just do key? <laughs> of course, Hope would just do a really long. <laughs> I feel key is probably better. If it does not work, I think we should try to say please. <laughs> you would know more than I do about lever puzzles. <laughs> 
we shall try your gut first, Thavius. You are so smart and wise that I will trust your instinct first and foremost. Is there anything next to these levers to indicate anything, any sort of symbol? Next to the levers? No. Okay, then I think going from left wall to right wall, Thavius would attempt to count out where the K and then the E <laughs> and the Y is and it sequentially pull those levers. Yeah, do you want to tell me which numbers? I looked up a code. Thank you. <laughs> Y'all are about to hear me A, B, C, D three times. I start with 11, I believe, for K. Does anything happen? You pull the 11th lever and you, you hear something kind of like, Kink. and then try the fifth lever. Kink. And then try the 25th letter. You hear stone against stone above you. And you look up and you see a little bit of the ceiling move away. And a little bronze key clatters to the floor. Speed run? D&D speed run? D&D speed run! Do you think we should say thank you to the levers? <laughs> should we say thank you? <laughs> no. I feel it is unwise to touch more of them. Alright. Well, you are the smart one in the room. Thank you so much for your help, Fabius. It is a pleasure to be working with you again. Would you mind grabbing the key? It is a little hard for me to bend over with my hoop skirt sometimes. He'll grab the key. I don't think he'll say anything. She thinks she's being weirdly mean to herself, but that's... Oh, thank you, Fabius. That was just delightful. As he passes, just hand on her shoulder. There's very similar heights, so it's kind of weird. Um, You're the one who figured it out. And then keeps walking. Fabius is such a little sweetie. Oh, you are so kind. You are so kind, kind and powerful, Fabius. I do wish I could be as kind as you one day. What a gentleman. <laughs> That's what hope's lacking. Kindness. Some <laughs> negative self-talk from hope issue. coming today. I do believe that we started off the mission with everyone being like, hello, nice to meet you, and her being like, I'm not important. That's true. <laughs> um, you guys have four keys. You've done it. You have four whole keys. Hooray! Let's Ooh. stick them in the keyholes, gang. Sir, Mr. Person, you do look a little bit beaten up, is that <laughs> Oh, Hope, no, the spell you cast on me before we came here has been helping me out. I feel about as good as I normally do, thanks to the spells you've already cast on me. I wouldn't I wouldn't waste any magic on me now. I am so glad. Deb, are you all right? Have you been at all hitting in? Oh, I, I'm perfectly fine. I think Deb's definitely trying to, like, trying to figure out if this is just Sir Mr. Person, like, trying to power through and if, like, they should say something. Do you want to incite him? Oh, I guess, yeah, I could. You're welcome to. I didn't roll very well. I only okay. got a six, I believe. It looks okay. Okay. A little shaken up. He got the psychological room. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fun. That's that's fun for him. Sir Mister's like, riding on the high of adventure right now. We'll probably have some disturbing dreams tonight. But for the moment, it's keeping on. Okay. Um, what are you guys doing? Going back to the door. Heading on back. Yeah, you have your four keys, the metals of which all match up with the different locks. The red room gave you copper, the green room gave you brass, the black room gave you silver, and the blue room gave you bronze. Now that you are back in this white room, you can put all the keys and turn them. Yes. Hex is making some big thinky faces. Oh, Haley, yes, this darling. is so smart. Can I do, because this is some very metagamey shit. I want to do a nature check. To figure out what I'm doing? Yeah, because I okay. I, I want to know if Deb would know this. Yeah, okay. It's going to be a decently high DC for this. I don't know what's I did going get a natural on. 16, so it's an unnatural 20. Okay. Do I get it? Can I explain it to people? Can I, can I say my theory? 
I thought if anyone was going to get it, it was probably going to be Kyle, but I'm not surprised that it was you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Haley, this is so smart. Haley, your brain is huge. <laughs> I think at the very least, you would understand the colors, maybe not the medals for Deb. Okay. I think that uh, Deb just kind of like stops and goes, oh, wait, what Van said? They said there was a dragon down here? Well... When you think about it, we went into the we went into that red room and there was like the fire symbols in in that in the room with the with the red. I don't know. Basically, when dragons, I don't know much about. I've read a little bit about them. They're different colors and they do like different. They can do different elemental sort of things with with their breath and everything. And I don't know. I just think that that it's no coincidence that their rooms and their colors aligned with what they're able to do physically. Deb, are you saying that those rooms were dragons? No. Uh... <laughs> Amazing. I've defeated two dragons? You have, sir, Mr. Person. You did so good. Wow. And I think that with the white paint on these walls, perhaps we're going to be facing uh, some sort of dragon who could do some, some cold type damage mm. or some ice. I do not know if I have any way to prepare for that. I don't know either, but it it could be nice to know. And this is just my my theory, so I don't know. Could could turn out to be something totally different. Well, hey, we've already defeated four dragons. How hard could a fifth one be? <laughs> oh no. Deb, you are so smart, so clever to have realized this connection even after having such little experience with dragons in the past. I do admire that about you, and I, and I think you should be proud of that moving forward and have confidence in yourself when you notice these things. So, you guys put your keys in the locks? Can you turn them? Yeah. The door does not open. What does happen is you hear something start to almost like fizz and pop near the top of the door. And those markings that weren't any kind of language are starting to shift and turn and fade and reappear into a few sentences in common. The center of creation, the heart of a home, what keeps you sane in the dark when left alone. I do not live, cold and hungry, I die. Use me here plainly. What am I? Um, I I think Deb just kind of um, immediately just sort of goes, Oh, well, I I mean, gut instinct, I think it's fire, but I don't know. It must be. It, mu it has to be fire. Yeah, that, Deb, I think you're onto something here. Deb, may I say <laughs> that you are on fire? <laughs> oh, I could be. I'm actually naturally resistant, so... <laughs> Amazing. What if you were to use that new sword that you got? Or uh, our two very talented users of prestidigitation? We did have a torch, and I do believe that this kind riddle has addressed us quite nicely and politely to use the answer plainly. Should we just shout the answer? Fire! <laughs> <laughs> it's still like a just a slightly raised tone. It doesn't get very loud, even for Thavius. It's as loud as he can get. Does yelling fire do anything? No, yelling fire doesn't do anything. <laughs> I'm out of idea. <laughs> oh, no. uh, Sir Mr. is going to hold his torch out and look at the two magic users. Does someone want to snap at it? He just snapped. What did that do? <laughs> John just snapped. <laughs> I would think then uh, Hope Lovejoy would then also do the same thing and it's too big. <laughs> you have torch. You are holding up torch. 
I think that Deb will be like, maybe, maybe if you hold it up to the letters, I don't really know. How close to the letters? I slowly move closer until something happens. Yeah, so you're just, you're lifting up your torch, you're slowly leaning in with it until little like sparks and embers eventually are touching the wall and they catch on the letters and they all slowly burn starting in the middle where they caught all the way to the outside. And once the letters are all glowing, here, click, 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 and the door swings open. <gasps> Deb, you are an absolute genius and I am so <laughs> grateful to be on this journey with you. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. The room that is exposed is lit. There are candles and torches, quite frankly, too many of both in this space. And you see a hallway. There's a lot of things in it. We'll get into that later. That's not the important thing you're looking at. We are looking at is a longish hallway. And at the other end is an open door. And through the open door, you see, well, it's a skull hovering about four feet in the air, bit bigger than the average skull. Not by so much that you would say no humanoid could have it, but it's a big-ish skull, wreathed in flames. As skulls usually are. As they usually are, you'll find. Staring at you through this open door. I don't know exactly how a skull looks surprised or exasperated, but this skull manages to look both as it's staring at you as the door swings open and you all make the equivalent of eye contact with something that does not have eyeballs. You just take a moment, stare at each other. It floats backwards a few feet. The door in front of it slams shut. So there's now a door between you and you hear echoing through the space. Who dare disturb the rightful ruler of all of Hyranor? And that's where we'll end the episode. Ooh. How dare you? <laughs> oh my god. Sir Mr. Person charges at the door. Imposter! What? <laughs> Thank you so 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 much for listening to this episode of unprepared caster thank you if you want to support the show and help us make it even better you can find our patreon at patreon.com slash unprepared casters and if you were to join on at the five dollar tier or above you could get this week's verbal component that's our talk back show Listen to me, Gus, and guests talk about how we think the episode went. Yeah, it's me, it's Haley, it's guests. It's talking about the wonderful episode you all yes. just heard. How about that dungeon crawl? I liked it. If you want to hear how it came to be, all of our thoughts about it, patreon.com slash unpreparedcasters. And if you want to connect with us other places, you can find us on Instagram at unpreparedcasters. That's the name of the show. And at Twitter at unpreppedcasters. And if you wanted to just hang out with me specifically, you could find me at TikTok at WhippedJack or on Twitter at WhippedJack, W-H-I-P-P-E-D, Jack. Gus, where can they find you? They can find me at GusTheBard on TikTok and at GusRachels on Instagram and Twitter and Twitch. Maybe I'll start streaming stuff. Ooh. I figured I might as well just mention it here. I did some Mario Kart the other day. It was pretty fun. Yes. Yeah. So thank you all so, so much for listening. And thank you especially deeply and with our whole souls and hearts to all of our lovely soft blanket $15 patrons. Woo! Specifically, the people who we would like to thank for this soft blanket patron tree? Patronage. 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 Tree of patrons. Thank you too. <laughs> Subtle underscore T. Kenneth Compton. Blake. Towns. Reed O. Skylert. Mike B. Zach. 
Liz Collins. Cole the Goldfish Gremlin. Singy Singer. J.D. Larrabee. Halix Van Riken. Cameron Lamack. Jake Holding. Azo. Charlie Melville. Chuck Lewick. New York. Savannah. Rock Terhune. Ryan Meese. Rune Song. Cassidy. Colby. Cadenza. Andrew Sayai. Habits. Zed. Finn. Devin Schultz. Zebby Lone. Connor K. Mickey Rudolph. Corundum Core. Grid. Cam. Colin. Nicholas DeTaring. Simon Kemp. Sarah Lewis. Lizzie. Raspy Screams. <laughs> Bearable Cookie. Daisy. Tech Remnant. Allie. Jacob. Heather Sims. Andy. Ilya Nepomniashi. ONS. Tolly. Jack Lionheart. Alden Geesey. Rachel Goodman. Tay Shull. Flossie Rossi. Melissa. Marigold Morrigan. Lady Drew. Elias. William Owlsley. Taylor O'Brien. Enoch. Addie. Darb the Bard. Godari. Caro. Mimbles. Neve. Daniel Mattingly. Matt Rykowski. Dylan C. John Potts. That Trans EMT 309. Mark Murdoch. Mo. Cade. Clay. Michael Ellis. Kadoom. Chloe Louise. Tabletop Therapy. Gabe. Schlerp. Dylan Henson. Jake Dara. Dakota. Phil Herr. Ben Linus. And James Lodge. Thank you all so much. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.